listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran at my side. Can you text us on 8.12.15 if you have a moment? <laughs> or follow us, follow <laughs> us on the on the show, um, the, tw- the show, on Twitter. Uh, you were going to say follow us on the Twitter, weren't you? Yeah, at Frank on the radio. That's at, with like an A with, that's got, uh, that forms into an outer circle, mm. if you can imagine that. Uh, now you're back to being you, aren't you? Yeah. And um, or you can get us um, straight through the um, website, the Absolute Radio website, direct. You can email. I like the squeaky bit that you did there. It made me think that you were going to host the show today as one of the witches from Macbeth. Followers on the Twitter. Well, I like the idea that the witches from Macbeth have a voice. <laughs> well, Surely they sound different in every production. Or, or, or indeed a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, uh, there was a World Cup exhibition once and it said, um, in, you know who World Cup Willie is? He was the mascot oh, yeah. in 1966. I've worked with him. It said <laughs> um, uh, the exhibition includes a life-size World Cup Willie. And mm. I thought, well, hold on a minute, this is a fictional... Mm. What life size in what respect? <laughs> Rubbish. Anyway, welcome to the show, and it's um, <laughs> lovely to have you all listening. <laughs> what? Who's that, Emily? Who's that? He's being now. He's I doing all the voices today. My, my new thing is I'm doing. I don't know, but I find it abho- abhorrent. abhorrent. I, I'm doing impressions, but they're not of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new, I think that's the way forward for impressions. How I do impressions. So. I tell yeah. you what, I want to ask you about. I've got coffee. Alan, you have... I've got a cup of tea. You've got a glass of water in front of you. I'll come to that, but I've just had a new idea about impressions. <laughs> that stop me the flood. This could change entertainment. OK. Don't you think... Can't wait to hear. Don't you think impressionists <laughs> in the past have been very celebrity-led? Yes. Yeah, know. it's all famous people. Renoir wasn't. Yeah. Even oh. if you do... Or even if it's at school, it's, it's people. It's recognisable people. But if I sort of started doing impressions, say, good evening, ladies and gentlemen... Hello, how are you doing this evening? <laughs> no, I don't like that. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> I think that's very worrying. I think the Do producer's you? a bit worried. <laughs> Why? I think you should have done it as Ian McMillan again. <laughs> See, that's what had happened. Is it, I reckon if you did it to, if you got big enough crowds, you come on and go, Hello, everyone, how are you doing? Someone will say, That is exactly like that bloke at our work. You're, you're always mm. in. Sorry. You're going to hit somewhere. <laughs> the universe you inhabit where if you got big enough crowds who's going to come and see that show Frank's a man doing impressions of nobody Frank's Grisham it'd be random impressions that's what you'd call it yeah. got a big crowd in tonight to watch the impressions of nobody what could you call it there'd be some um, post impressionist that's it oh, post impressionist yeah, impressionist because there's been a period of showbiz impressions and now this yeah. is just mm-hmm. that would be brilliant <laughs> another, another classic that's a bit, <laughs> Be hard though for the request because people wouldn't know what to call them. Would you give them names, the characters? No. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, Whoa. It. That's against Very the whole firm rule on that. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. A random question, Emily. Yeah. Foolish names. Oh, you're you're so bourgeois. <laughs> See, that was another impression. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you can miss them occasionally. Sometimes you think I've just got a frog in my throat, but no, it's an impression. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, someone's been dreaming about you. Okay. <laughs> it's an extraordinary um, dream. 
Do you mm. want to hear it quickly? Is it not rude, is it? No, it's not rude. Okay. Good morning, Mr. Radio, Miss Emily, Fiddle Dee Dee, and Sir Cockrell. Oh, I like Fiddle Dee Dee. Well, I've got the biggest promotion there, I think. <laughs> Last night I it's fell been asleep. Knighted. Looking forward to today's show, and thus dreamt of Frank. Okay. We were in the studio, and I was confronting him about his obsession with Doctor Who. Beneath his desk were dozens oh, yeah, of, oh, yeah. of model <laughs> TARDISes. Oh, OK. TARDI. That's what they call it. Is it TARDI? <laughs> well, I've, uh, I've heard this debated before. I, I don't know. I've got a few TARDI T-shirts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually have got a few TARDI T-shirts. <laughs> he was dressed from head to toe in TARDIS blue and had a bright blue face. <laughs> <laughs> OK. I'm laughing because this could so easily happen. Yeah. Meanwhile, what about he was my circulatory problems? That's why I'm not <laughs> laughing. Meanwhile, I, I wake up with a bright blue face most mornings. <laughs> he was much more concerned about his hairiness. He had a flowing head of hair, a floor-length beard, and hairy hands and feet. When Kath and Buzz arrived at the end of the show, they were just as hairy. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like the hairy babies in that episode of Father Ted. I don't, I've never seen an episode, so I don't know. No, but I know, forgive, the, I know the Mexican hairy babies. Forgive me for telling my dreams, but as it involves Frank, I thought it might be a bit more interesting. Cheerio, Lucy. What do you make of that? Well, How do you interpret that one? Well, I mean, I'm no Freudian. Mm. <laughs> um, I consider the simplicity of the Doctor Who thing, but because um, I, you know, I, well, I used to, I, I've stopped talking about it now. I've been banned by yeah. everybody. Evidently not. But the, hairy, text the hairiness, that. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know what that get. could signify. I'm going to think about it now. There'll be a ZZ Top element, I would have thought. <laughs> I like the idea of um, Kath and Buzz being equally hairy, like mm -hmm. a strange Hirsute family. Mm. But according to um, Freud, these things that you dream can sometimes they can be like you know a Freudian slip when you get the wrong word. Sometimes yeah. it can be a bit like we've talked about this before. So you, you think you've been chased by a wolf, but in fact you're frightened of Wilf from um, no. You, you've got a mate called Wilf who you're frightened of. Yeah, are you mm. with me? Yeah, yeah, we understand. <laughs> but it's well, I'm going to continue to dwell on it as okay. the show goes on. By yeah. the end. We've had another text, though. Uh, Frank, we all knew you were talented, but with these impressions, <laughs> you are surpassing yourself. I will now be doing impressions today at work. Ah, you Rob. see? It's you really see, you all said to me, oh, no-one's going to care about that, but already I've got a cult. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You better believe it! <laughs> Fantastic. I Enjoy that one, Rob. One That's just my, for you. One of my best. <laughs> I, d I dated someone from the cult. Did anyway, you? Yeah. Well, I say oh. dated. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a verb. As another verb. Okay. So um, it's Lent. Oh, I hate Lent. <laughs> okay. Well, um, <laughs> don't you see it as a time of uh, spiritual replenishment? Oh yeah, was? I forgot about that. Yeah, Thanks okay. for the reminder. I thought you'd love Lent because um, that's when people stop eating. Oh often. yeah. Oh well, I love it now. Yeah, uh -huh. I've um, I, well, I um, on Ash Wednesday this week, I I didn't eat. I had one meal. That's you know, you, really? you're allowed, we're allowed one meal and two collations. That's what you're, you're not allowed. allowed to eat on Ash Wednesday. We need to incorporate this into the fashion industry. Look, you can have it's one. You can have one. A collation is like a tiny snack to oh, stop it? you from falling over. Snacking. Is it? Yeah. So you can have two of those and one proper meal. Is the idea? And I must say, I did. Um, oh. Can I ask what that involved? What were the collations? Did you go 
like high fat like nuts or something to keep you going no I had, I had a way to bix oh no but oh, no, no milk what is <laughs> no that a milk. length thing <laughs> yeah is it really you've given up milk for length no just for, for that just for ash wednesday just ate one dry yeah, it was a bit. It was that. It one dry. Who does that? Something you'd see on YouTube. Some <laughs> dare or something. <laughs> Watch the man eat the Weetabix without milk. It took me three and a half hours. <laughs> oh, my gran used to put marmalade on them and eat them dry. Gross. Really? Did you have yeah. five Jacob's cream crackers afterwards as well? <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? Didn't you have a theory that Weetabix had shrunk over the years? I bet you were glad of it on Wednesday. Yeah, right? but, <laughs> but, uh, Did you invite friends round for a dinner party? Can I say Weetabix wrote to me about that and, and, and <laughs> pointed out that they hadn't shrunk? Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, with uh, quite accurate dimensions of, oh, the, of what Weetabix... I love that you've got a letter from... I've got a letter from Arthur Miller. You've got a letter from Weetabix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, they should have sent me, like, seven or eight letters in a tube. <laughs> But they did like a long thin envelope. That would have been brilliant. Funny they thought of that. They didn't. But um, what do you? What is? What is the point of Lent though? So can you explain the history behind it? Well, history behind it. Well, look, you know, I you know, appreciate you, it's biblical. You know, I follow the Nazarene. I do. Well, he went into On the. Twitter. He went into. <laughs> yeah. He went into the. Um, into the yeah, and you'd think he'd be able to spell Barack Obama. <laughs> But I went. He went into the wilderness for forty days. Oh, I love that club. Yeah, he fasted, (laughs) and so um, well, Catholics do it as well. But you you give some up, but also sometimes you add something. But I've given up. uh, I don't have much left to give up, to be honest, because I've given up most things over the years. Mm. I don't drink, don't smoke, don't do drugs. I don't have casual um, relationships. What do do you do? Well, I've done too much there because I've given up tea. For Lent. What? I know. I've given up tea. We'll come back to this. Why you? I, I can tell you're astonished. I am. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. I still haven't worked out why I'm got really long hair and a long beard. No. No. In the dream. Because the I'm dream. just generally um, overflowing with stuff. Mm, it's pouring out developing organically expanding is mm. it that maybe okay that's, you're, you're that's the texting you've got a godlike figure to many not please not in lent <laughs> is that not allowed in lent i don't think you should say that in lent I'm not, you, I'm not easy with it can I'm, you explain to me the brief rules of lent because uh, the rules of lent cockerel <laughs> commercial radio on a saturday morning my little boy who is uh, to my knowledge, not a religious boy and mm. yes. doesn't go to a religious school and yeah, said to me the other day... Secretly, yeah. Well, here's what's happened. He said to me the other day, um, I'm not going to sing out loud for 40 days and 40 nights. Did and he? I said, have you been doing Lent at school? Because all I knew was 40 days and 40 nights. That's my... Yeah. And he said, yeah. Oh, except for Everything is Awesome, that song from the Lego film. He said, that I'm allowed to sing out loud, but I'm okay. not going to sing out loud. And then he said... I'm, I think I'm still allowed humming, so he's still humming, oh, but he? he's not singing. He's, he's come up with a, a, a series of qualifiers. <laughs> is what he's done. Yeah, and I said uh, a lot of people do that in Lent. So a lot of Irish is, people. Yeah. If often St Patrick's Day, maybe always actually falls in Lent. 
Right. Oh, what do and, they do about uh, that then? They always say, well, you, I think because it's the Saints' day, you can, if you've given up drink for that. Oh, I think St. Patrick's Day is different. So they all, <laughs> right. Yeah. And most it, most people that give up drink for Lent like. should, just, should just give it up completely, though, uh-huh. to be honest. Yeah. Like, if you should give up sugar, you should just give it up completely. Why just do it for a brief period of time? This is what I don't understand. Well, it's, you know, just, just because to show that you can. Right. Like, par example, I'm not yeah. saying I'll never drink tea again, but I'll tell you something that was interesting. The first day I didn't drink tea, mm. and I, I'm a big tea drinker, uh-huh. I, st- I felt a bit headachey and a bit mm. spaced out. I was having cold, cold turkey. I wasn't having cold tea. <laughs> cold, cold tur tea, cold tur tea. <laughs> uh, no, I was yeah, I've, and I've I've felt that since I've been a bit um, like a bit dreamy. Oh. That's, it, but why would are you? Are you strung out? I am actually strung out. Yeah, on, on non-tea. Yeah, I think so. You think tea is very mild, you know? You hear all these stories about coffee. Mm. <laughs> And people are giving up... Co- I mean, these are the people I know. I don't know anyone who's on K, right? <laughs> I know someone who's on Special K. <laughs> That's it. But um, I know people who have a lot of coffee, and we talk about that in sensationalist terms. Yeah. Are you ruling out coffee for the moment? No, well, I don't haven't given up coffee, but as oh. you know... It, be, but I don't drink coffee. For it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't drink coffee. As I you d- said a few weeks ago, you'd be quite happy to never drink coffee again. And I, I thought, mean, I drink the decaffeinated. <laughs> Um, I drink that. And what are your impressions? Tell me yeah. no. Just say no, no, it's not. I'm not, not, not so sure about that character. <laughs> no, I'm not happy with that one. That one should be in Macmillan, yeah? OK. <laughs> well, I'm still working on that one. It's, this is a work in progress gig for my new impressions, Sharon. <laughs> no, but you know, at least... The crowd will be going mad. But you know, you know, but you know the sort of that sort of stressed out thing that people get when they drink coffee, normal yeah. coffee, they get a bit tense and all that. I get that when I drink decaffeinated coffee anyway, mm. and I get it for that moment. I get that when I see man-made fibres. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. Is that is that, um, is that Tom Cruise? <laughs> anyway. Um, I, uh, well, you know, when you order decaffeinated coffee, I've mentioned this to you guys before. Mm, I, yeah. I, I always, I order, I say, I'll have a decaffeinated cappuccino, please. Decaffeinated, yeah. and they go, y- yes. And then they go away. I like that impression. That's and, another one. Yeah, yeah. And they come, they come back later and they say, okay, uh, cappuccino. And I say, <laughs> and I say, a generic man who works yeah. in a coffee shop voice. And I Not say, quite generic enough for me, but. <laughs> I always say, is it, and it, Oh, hold on, it's, it's decaffeinated, though, isn't it? And they go, yes. <laughs> and I always say, oh, well, it isn't, is it? It isn't. And so I always getting this coffee in Barcelona, do you? <laughs> so I drink in, t- in, in, in tension that I would get, have got from the caffeine. Mm. Decaffeinated, um, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I hate that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Readers have been texting in, haven't they, Al? Oh yes. Yeah, this seems to be how uh, how they get people, isn't it? The mm. old uh, my son's not religious, but he's giving up stuff for Lent. I don't remember last summer him 
him doing Ramadan. He didn't he didn't have a go at it. It's just it's well, he's just starting. Maybe he'll do, I'm, who's to say he won't cover all the great world religions? He's he just starting crack, with Lent. Actually, thinking about it, he had some big suppers last year. So it could be that. Um, he, anyway. didn't have, he didn't have twelve people around. No. I uh, like the way they called it the Last Supper. Very middle class instead of the Last Dinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> it means a lot to me. They had the standards. Last, the Last Midnight Snack. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we've got a few texts in. Too many people give up things for Lent and then just binge straight away afterwards. The idiots. Oh, I love the it's idiots. From two or four. Oh, I thought it was from the... I thought that was the signature at the end. No, I don't the believe idiots. so. I think it's... Uh, yeah, but I think that's all right, isn't it? That's what I do. Oh, is it? Oh, am I, I going to be drinking tea on oh, Easter I'm Sunday? Gonna have like I'm going to a... be drinking tea out of a chocolate Easter egg. <laughs> Can have a yard of good, tea. Good luck with that experiment. What I'm going to do, I'm going to drill two holes in, in a chocolate Easter egg, put the tea in and then drink it like a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to drink it really quick, obviously, because you know that the hot tea is steadily making its way through the inner yeah. casing. I want, risk I, oh, I hate it when that happens. I want ringside seats to that. I just like the idea of you using the drill to drill two holes in the chocolate egg. I've got a hand drill. That's right. one of the... Oh, no, sorry, I've got a mandrill. <laughs> it's, a, it's a large, colourful ape. One, I got mixed up. One nine nine, Frank. Oh, I could God, never. This is the teeth on it. I could never give up tea for Lent, so I'm giving up biscuits instead. Well, oh. that's you know, that's all right. I'm giving up biscuits as well. I'm giving up sweet things. Well, I just give up sweet things. Oh, whoa, 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 hang on. You can't. Surely you want to focus your attention on the tea. Don't well, the divide tea. your resolve. Yeah, but I like to throw in a bit of white watches. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, <laughs> the tea. Is, I'm worried uh, about socialising with you, though. If you don't mind me saying. You're just going to sit there, no, I'm fine, thanks, just with a glass of water. I'll have a glass of water, please. Oh, That's yeah. good, isn't it? Hey, Frank, do you want to come round to mine for a tea and a biscuit? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And he'll I'll bark at you because he'll be withdrawing from the caffeine. <laughs> no! It's a good job I'm, I'm uh, not single, though. <laughs> Fancy coming back to mine for a uh, <laughs> glass of water. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I went into my voice then, my, uh, my uh, chatting was up. Was that your date impression? Have you noticed men do that? You can be talking to a mate and I say, Yeah, yeah, I do, and I'm good to see you and all that. And then you hear my going, Yeah, you're good. Uh, <laughs> they get that horrible. <laughs> what, when they're chatting a woman up? Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Or you get people, they get a phone call, they say, Yeah, hold on, just get this. Oh, yeah, I'll be with you. If you carry on, I'm just going to finish his phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I feel sick now. Oh, no, it makes me... It made me feel sick when it was me doing it, just to hear myself. Hear myself. Oh, God, that's why I'm so glad I'm settled in a relationship now. We've had another good email about Lent. During Lent, I'm going to do more push-ups, more stretching, and work on my sidekick, just like Jesus did. Love you all, Hannah. Excellent. I'm going to work on my sidekicks. Oh. oh. <laughs> so watch out. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've had a text in, um, I don't know if this is what you wanted, you you reap what you sow. Uh, morning, Frank, Emily and Alan. this morning. Hasn't yeah. it? <laughs> if we're talking impressions, could I request some of your all-time female classics? Posh middle-aged British lady... Brackets do you see? I think you might have said that. Oh, I think yeah. that's the phrase. That yes, do do you see? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And middle-aged American lady. Brackets Buzz Aldrin's wife. Oh God, I remember her. 
Do you? I remember she... I, tell, I know what the story was about her, is that we, we, I interviewed Boz Aldrin. As soon as I got a chat show, I said, like, let's get Boz Aldrin on. Uh-huh. And he was the guest on... He was the star guest on the first ever episode of the chat show I did. And uh, and and they decided. Then the producer said, "Well, let's put them in. We won't put them in a modern hotel. We'll put them in a proper old English Tudor house type. Oh, They'll love yeah. that Americans." And she phoned up and said, uh, "Can you move us from <laughs> this hotel? Because I, would you believe this when we move, when we walk the floors creak?" <laughs> <laughs> so um, Frank, we had that. He's since we... divorced, you know. He's Has divorced he? when he was about eighty. <laughs> I love him for that. One morning he woke up and thought, that's it. I'll (laughs) put up with this long enough. Frank, we took um, one of my gay godfather's friends, Louis St. Louis, who's... uh, Louis St. Louis? Yeah, he's called Louis St. Louis. So gay they named him twice. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, He's a lyricist. I believe he wrote Grease too. Did he really? Yeah, he wrote Sandy, I think, as well, in the original Grease. Oh, you are... That's a beautiful song. Stranded (laughs) in a drive-in. The good thing is we can do the royalties via me. Of course, if John Travolta did it nowadays, he'd say, Surely... Because he gets the names wrong. Oh, Oh, yes, yes, no. I'm I'm just relieved about where that was going. Um, Oh... (laughs) Oh, you know, when you do topical stuff and people haven't read the papers that week. I know exactly the Travolta gaff. <sighs> don't blame it on us. Oh, I just, oh, I don't know. feeling a bit hot. Frank, I know the Travolta gaff. Uh, Frank, so Louis St. Louis, mm. we thought, oh, we'll take him because he's American. I mean, he's very American. For, yeah. You know, big faux fur coats and all and the like. Um, well, that's American. We <laughs> took him to, very Texan, you know. Yeah. We took him he to... sounds Alaskan. The Spaniards Inn in Hampstead. You know that very traditional old park. Oh, yes. We thought he'd like it. We walked in, he went, this is horrible. <laughs> 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 so we had to leave. I just like anyone who would say that. Yeah. Because people are so polite nowadays. Mind you, I had a driver this, who drove me into the show this morning. Mm. And I got in the car, and he said, um, Hey, uh, uh, no, he wasn't American. <laughs> he's doing, he mixed up with I, Louis and Louis. The impression. Did he, you said, say uh, it he said, uh, Yeah, he said, Hey. He said, uh, Hey, well, where are you off to? And I said, uh, Golden Square. He said, Okay, great. And then he said, Is it warm enough in the back for you? Too cold, too warm? I said, No, no, it's fine. And then he said, um, I, d- I said it's good to check, isn't it? Have I got time to do this day? I said, is, is it time to? to uh, is it? Um, I said it's good to check. You know, yeah, you got yeah. the right person on the right place. He said, yeah. So we, we have a, a school, a, a kind of a school that they do at, uh, at this company where they teach you to be a good driver and you know oh. and to be and all that. And I said, okay. And I said, is it like a physical school, the actual building that you go to? And he went, yeah. <laughs> he didn't speak to me again for the rest of the day. <laughs> It's like he thought, no, I'd, actually, I don't want to talk to this person. <laughs> and just made the decision like that. And that was it. D- it didn't end. And then when I got out, he said, oh, he said oh, I said, have a nice... He said, yeah, have a good day. <laughs> have a nice life. It's completely, <laughs> completely dismissed. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Oh, I'll tell you what I did this week. I, I drove for quite a long way mm. with the petrol light on. Oh. You ever done that? Oh, yeah. How far can you terrifying. go? Terrifying. Quite far in my case, because I've told you about Girls Empty. Have I not told you about Girls Empty? No, girls I, like, empty. I like the sound of it. Well, it, sit around. They're a bit like Girls Aloud. <laughs> <laughs> I like to but fly... more vacuous. 
I like to fly a bit too close to the sun when it comes to the petrol. Oh. oh. It's my little adrenaline kick. I see how far I can go. I've got... There's boys empty. I think that's on the gauge. That's mm. right on the nail. And then girls empty is below that. I once did girls empty and I had to call Jonathan Ross to come and pick me up and save me in a canary yellow suit. Well, because yeah. you finished, you've run out of fuel. Yeah, because just I like I just completely. push it. I, I push it further than I should. I can't ah, help it. Push it. You'll end up. <laughs> you will have to push it if you're not. <laughs> if you carry on driving like that, miss. No, <laughs> that's my policeman. <laughs> Very good. Oh, Very I love good. the policeman. I identified that. Yeah. So, I've never, so where do you I've stand on out. the petrol gauge? Never run out. Well, I. Oh, of course see, you haven't. I, I hate the idea of it. Oh yeah, I've run out on the motorway. Oh no. Oh lovely. No. <laughs> so girls empty. I love now it. No, I run. I mean, I run out on the motorway. <laughs> <laughs> I was naked. One one eight. I was old in a West Island area above my head like a football score. I'd been drinking. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so in that person's dream. It wasn't that you were hairy. It was just a West Island terrier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's got yeah. me shedding. That's it. if she needs. To, if next time she needs to have a dream, she needs to sleep with her glasses on. <laughs> She'll be able to see me from. <laughs> If you have wear glasses regularly mm. and you dream, are you are you short sighted in the grin because you don't have your glasses on in, in bed? No. Is Idiot. this is this the day's texted? Oh, that's, you'd have to go to an optician and say, oh. could you get me a prescription for my mind's eye? <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. like your observation about ghosts. Why do they wear those clothes? Why do they wear clothes? Where did the clothes come from? Did the clothes die and rise again? What outfit? And also, yeah. I know we've talked about this before, but why aren't the ghosts ever in the hospital gown? Which is what a lot of them would be in. But yeah. what, what, but They're always in breeches. Why is everyone in breeches in the go- ghosts? But, no, but how can there be any clothes? The clothes <laughs> don't have spirits that come back, do they? It doesn't make any sense. They should be naked. Um, so we've gone from Lent to ghosts. Is that what we're doing? This? Well, okay. it's, a spiritual, it's a spiritual day. It reminded me of his ghost observation, which I think is rather fine. Gary from Andover has texted, Frank, you can go around 20 to 25 miles with the petrol light on. Safety <gasps> mechanism for morons. Shut now, up. I was told by... How many miles? 20 to 25, <laughs> but I've been told more than that. I think I did more than that this week. We'll come back I'm to go- my I'm going 40 light. in that case. Love <laughs> well, it. Well, I've, I've heard that said. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've had a number of uh, texts and emails in, Frank, regarding uh, petrol. Oh, yes, the petrol light. Can we mm. start to call it the fuel light, please? Why? Cause why? That's a bit American. Is your car diesel? Yes. There you go. That's oh, why, because it's oh, not lo- a petrol light, is it? I love this conversation. Well, <laughs> Sorry, but... I think I still... You see, I mean, I don't keep gloves in the glove compartment. But I, I still call <laughs> it the glove compartment. Love the way you two have diesel, money savers, penny wise. Or no, uh, I'm just Frank. trying to destroy the planet. Have you ever played Comics? petrol station roulette? When you drive past a petrol station with the red light on, hoping you can make it to the next station. That's from Paul the chauffeur in London. It's that good to know like that a, a Paul the chauffeur is doing it. <laughs> good news. Good news for his VIP uh, <laughs> passengers. Sorry, uh, sorry about that, Alan Sugar. <laughs> But yes, I have done that. Paul. Have you? But I've got orange light in my uh, red lights. A bit extreme, isn't it? For a... well, eight two nine says I have done sixty miles with light on. Did not want to risk any further. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's good. Sixty. Sixty. I think ah. I did about. I bit. I did high forties this week. If a man wow, did really? sixty with the light, I would get intimate <laughs> because I would respect him. <sighs> could you must stop when I did? <laughs> So 829 that texted in, if you are a man, that's Emily saying factually she finds that 
attractive. I do. That. I yeah. like that approach to life. It's a bit devil may care. In fact, uh, Paul in Nottingham could have a chance because uh, he says, "Hi Frank, I live my life on the orange light." <laughs> <laughs> and then he says in brackets, "You've got about fifty miles left." I like the melodrama yeah. of that. Though I live my life on the orange light. <laughs> See, I. Oh, uh, Paul, where's he from? Um, I don't believe he's... Paul th- oh, he's Nottingham. Nottingham. Paul in Nottingham. <laughs> you don't have to put on the orange light. <laughs> Paul in Nottingham. You don't have to drive on vapour through the night. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's the closest to enjoying a police song I've been for <laughs> probably 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, I, um, I... Tell you what, I found it was... It's very... Because it's so tense. Mm. First of all, I'd say it's uh, it's very good for your uh, for your cardiovasculars. Yeah, yeah. driving on the petrol like so I was extremely. Oh, it's like the decaf the decaffeinated had turned up. Um, but that's also, that's, I, we're just stuck with that pronunciation forever now. I think I was a slightly better driver during yes. my um, my orange light. Was Period. it David Cameron uh, doing a speech when you need the toilet? Yeah. It's that well, it, well, principle, I, I isn't it? I think of it as... You know, Spalding Gray did that film, Swimming to Cambodia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in that, he talks about he has to swim in the water with the South African man. It's a very, very dangerous patch of water. I think the sharks or something. I can't remember, mm. but it's dangerous, and he's very worried about it. So what he does is he gets his training shoes, he puts all his money and his gold Rolex in his training shoes and leaves them on the beach. Mm. And he calls it displacement of anxiety. Right. So he was so worried about his money and his watch, he wasn't frightened in the water. Yeah. And I think I was so worried about the petrol running out that, you know, the normal tensions, road rage, people, you mm. know, oh, what are you doing? And all that. I wasn't doing any of that. Mm. I, was, I, was, I was in an orange light nirvana. <laughs> Orange like Nirvana. She's the queen of northern souls. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. I make mine. My orange fuel light flashes when it gets really low. Mm, thank you for that. <laughs> I like um, the fact that they've put fuel light, though. Cause, mm. uh, oh, that's good. And they've put orange. Yeah. Yeah. And we've also had two and four zero. And they put flashes as well, like that. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't have made any sense. Mm. We've had two four zero. I think this is um, a text that is attacking a point I made. Why well, call it a petrol station? Well, I don't. I call it a service station. So, oh dear. Uh, yeah, I call. I call it a garage. I call it fuel or a garage or a service station. So I call that. it pull in here, please, driver. One four nine says it is an offence to run out of petrol. You lot. Is you it? Lot, you lot. Which I think is a point almost as pernickety as me saying, can we call it a fuel light rather than a petrol light? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, if I'd have known that, I might not have been such a chancer this week. I, I have a theory. <laughs> that I was a chancer. I think 149 might be slightly wrong here. I oh. think they're saying it's an offence to run out of petrol. I think it's an offence to knowingly run out of petrol. Oh. I think that's a critical point. Well, I don't I mean, think you're allowed. How would you establish well, that? Well, in, in that court? case, I've offended I think, so much I've made it a skill. I think the rule is something like you're not meant to go on the motorway if you know you haven't got fuel for the amount of time you're going. Like, you're is not that meant right? To, you're not I'll meant tell to what go on the problem is, is though, don't you find when, But when you're driving, mm-hmm. because you have to look at the road, 
You don't really have time to look at all those dials and things. I, think I, have, this, I have this problem with the TMI. speed. TMI. Yeah, but the speedometer's another thing. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I, mean, I think you are all duty, you're duty bound to look at your dashboard. I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite re- look at it this way, I'm quite relieved you're not a pilot, Frank. <laughs> yeah, but a policeman said to me once, he said, uh, do you know what speed you were doing? And mm. I said, no, no, I was looking at the road. I thought, I'm not falling for that <laughs> trap. <laughs> Trying to catch me out, like, you know, I mean, that's like using your mobile. You start looking at your dials when you should be looking at the road. Well, so be careful. Keith, that's an offence. Keith mm-hmm. says, me and my girlfriend regularly travel to Liverpool from Stevenage. Strange journey. <laughs> and my aim is to do it on one tank of petrol. Inevitably, on the way home, the fill-up light comes on, but I make it my mission to get home without filling back up. Wow, this wow. has led to us driving at 44 miles an hour on the motorway <laughs> just because I want to win the competition I hold with myself to see if we can get home. Needless to say, my girlfriend does not share my enthusiasm for the game because she fears we'll be stranded on the motorway through my stupidity. I think they're Stephen and Reds. I think that's why they drive oh, into Liverpool yeah. regularly. Mm. That's my... Uh, well, oh. I, I did run out of petrol on the motorway. And, yeah. uh, a what ma- happened? A man... I pulled onto the hard shoulder. Jail. Seems sensible. Got a jail sentence, didn't No. You? <laughs> a man uh, stopped behind me mm-hmm. and um, got out of the car and said, can I help? Was it George Michael? No. Um, he was driving my <laughs> car. <laughs> and uh, I looked up from under the dash. Now, I, I was... Um, I, um, he said, can I help what? you? I said, can I move on? I said... Can I, ne- I, I never can, that's my problem. Can I, uh, can I help you? And, um, and I said, well, I've run out of petrol. He said, jump in and we'll go and find the petrol station. He said, have you got a petrol can? I said, no. <laughs> in a sort of a no. Weirdos I, voice. So, um, so he drove us uh, to... Off off the motorway, we went to this place, and he said, well, let's, let's not ask where there's a petrol station. <laughs> and we stopped at someone's house, and I knocked on the door. I was quite famous at the time. Knocked mm. on the door, and I said to this woman, where's the nearest petrol station? And she looked over my shoulder and said, is there a camera? <laughs> and I said, no. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. I've run out of petrol. Oh. And, um, and the bloke drove all the way around the thing and dropped me back in my car okay. and I said to him and it was a genuine inquiry I mm. said to him are you an angel wow he looked terrified yeah <laughs> you're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio want your Frank fix a little sooner listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM I accidentally frightened a woman in the street Your uh, this week. Yes. <laughs> what did you do? I, t- I asked her if she'd seen the moon. What? Why did you do You've that? Just that? I said, excuse me, have you seen, have you seen the moon? Uh, do you know oh, where it is tonight? I can't she believe looked, she thought you were unhinged. She looks <laughs> alarmed. It's a perfectly reasonable question, isn't what it? What time of the night was this? Oh, it's no, it wasn't we- very late. It was about half seven, eight o'clock. And you what, didn't really go up to someone and say what that. What were you wearing and what were you holding? That's right. Yeah. Because that would be terrifying. I was holding on. a West Highland Terrier above my head. <laughs> <like popcorn. laughs> and very nothing. No, no, I was holding my baby. That's why I thought, you c- I think if you're holding a baby, you can... Oh, you uh, can ask all sorts of... But the yeah. trouble is, you see, I look a bit old to have a baby, so she probably <laughs> just thought I'd grab one on public transport <laughs> and jumped out of an emergency <laughs> exit. <laughs> that was the... Uh, that was the thing. But um, it was a serious question. I've been trying to show... I, when I take Boz to bed... Yeah. 
all this week, he, when we got go up the stairs, he starts going moon, mm-hmm. moon, and um, and um, I can't find it. I, I look through windows on both well, sides ve- of the house. It's very apt, as he's called Buzz. He yeah, would have an obsession. That's it. Yeah. 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 I never thought of that. Yeah. That's his course. But I, I couldn't find it. I, I thought it must be directly, absolutely directly above the house, so I couldn't see mm. it through the window, like it was lining up for an alien abduction. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't find it anywhere, so we went out into the street to try and find it, where the house, you know, I could see everywhere. Uh-huh. And, and so I, I, I still couldn't see it, so I just asked, as, as you would say, you know, do you know where the, the nearest um, phone booth is? <laughs> A question that hasn't been asked for about 15 years. <laughs> no. Who asked that? Well, I haven't, I haven't really spoke to anyone in the street for 15 years. It's other generally... than to say thank you very much, that's very nice of you. <laughs> nice. Who asked for the nearest phone booth? People are calling Spider, it's generally who asked for the nearest yeah. phone booth. That's another story. But um, we did, we the found... the tonight? <laughs> but we found... Just wondering how it sounds when you say it. I know. She was, I mean, and then I think she panicked and said <laughs> she's very cute. Speaking about the baby. Oh, I didn't really? know. Are you sure he wasn't speak- she wasn't speaking about you in a slightly camp way? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's she, very cute. She, I'm not serving her. <laughs> she wants to know where the moon is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was quite dark, I suppose. It could, yeah. have, been a, it could have been a man in, in drag. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's, I feel better about it now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were both outsiders from society. Can I hazard a guess at what I think the problem was? Well, light, yeah, go on. Light pollution. Was it light pollution? No, no, I put the light off. Oh, All did right. you? Yeah. I but found it. in London. So I found it, it in the end. Some. We found it. it did you? It, it, Buzz uh, found it. it. That makes sense. And it was He's out. good at finding the moon. And it was a lovely crescent. A oh, I saw that crescent, Frank. Oh, yes, it looked you like... You saw a, the whole of it. It looked like a... It looked like a lovely... If you can imagine a lovely nail clipping in the sky... <laughs> Yeah, I can now. It looked like that. You know when you see a nail clipping on a carpet? When You know when you cut your nails and there's there's always one that goes astray? Mm-hmm. There's that one that flies. You, you go, you know where it's gone. And later you see it on the carpet. It's like, how oh, beautiful. Tune in for more moon reviews <laughs> next <laughs> Saturday. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about Jamie Oliver? I haven't talked about Jamie. Did you see he had a bit of an embarrassment this week? Oh, he's opening an Italian restaurant in Hong Kong. Yeah, he's launching a restaurant in Hong Kong. Terrible idea, no. <laughs> Do you, you think, think they call him number one super guy? <laughs> he um, decided... You know what people decide to do when they go to a foreign country? Um, they try their hand at the lingo. Smash the stadium up, you mean? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was they try their hand at the lingo. a flashback. The football who are going to do that you aren't. <laughs> But it's all right to try a bit of German or something like that because we can all grasp that. Ich bin ein Berliner. Das ist verboten. Um, but ich, ich du lieber Gott, mein Bein ist gebrochen. Pardon? Mein Gott. Oh my, oh my God, my leg is broken. Oh. Oh, I love that Kaiser Chief song. Yeah. Um, but he, he attempted Cantonese. I think. Now she's a tricky mistress. Points for yeah. attempting Cantonese. I would say, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a difficult one, Cantonese. Well, do, do you get points though if you're trying to sell your restaurant? Well, that's true. Oh yeah. This is like he's thinking I'll do anything. I'll speak Cantonese yeah. if it comes to it. Push comes to shove. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't think the Chinese want... They don't want uh, Italian. They like their own stuff. It's the cuisine that you've got a problem with. They like their own stuff. If you walk around Chinatown... They like their own stuff. If, they, they, if you walk around Chinatown, in, in, uh, in like, not far from this uh, studio... Mm. It's full of Chinese people eating Chinese food. That's what they like. It well, is, yeah. yeah. If it's they not went, full of Chinese if, if people Chinese with a big people, slice of pizza, is well, it? If, right. I don't yeah, know if there's can't, ever... We can't speak for every Chinese person. No, but yeah. I bet you, I don't know if there's ever been a Chinese person on Question of Sport, but I bet you they went in the home and away round, I bet you they went home. <laughs> That's what they like, what they know. <laughs> That's what they like. Do you know what it is? I bet he's, uh, I bet he's oversimplified that rule. You know when you go for a yeah. Chinese and some people lean in and go, oh, this must be a good Chinese restaurant, look, there's lots of Chinese people eat here. I bet he's thinking, yeah. if I open an Italian in... Um, Hong Kong, people will go, this must be a good Italian. Look, there's loads of Chinese people yeah, here. He's <laughs> made a mistake. He's made a terrible mistake. He's totally with that. He it it. Yeah, he's got it. Oh, God, he's got cuisine blindness. <laughs> he tried to speak Cantonese and he said he'd be opening an amazing Italian submarine, he said. <laughs> I like that, though. Did you? Yeah, I think, what if he does? We, st- we, we shouldn't rule out <laughs> we that don't he might know. open an Italian submarine. <laughs> That's his only chance there is a novelty Italian restaurant. <laughs> I tell you what, it might not be a submarine, it'll soon go under. Hey? Oh, that's, yeah. that's my prediction on, on the Italian. Um... I mean, we don't know what that he's not chicken? a chicken. What about those diver? chickens that are sort of wide open? You know those chickens that are like an open book? Spatchcocked. Oh, yeah. They're in the windows, but they look. They're oh, they're oh open. I know them. They're yeah. opened up. It's like they've got yeah. the thumbs yeah. in, in the rib cage. And I've always thought they'd make a lovely uh, novelty mirror frame. <laughs> Have, have like a mirror in the middle. I'll bear that in mind for your birthday. Thank yeah. you very much. Or a book cover. <laughs> Do you want it basted? I tell you, oh yeah, because um, all I, I think if uh, if it's going to be a book cover, you're going to have to scotch guard it. Yeah. <laughs> if if it's going to last, but you could have depending on the different book, mm. you mm. could have a different creature. Um, oh. Encasing it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Talking about Jamie Oliver and this restaurant he's starting in Hong Kong, but he's attempted the lingo, mm-hmm. and I think no good will come of it. He no. said, um, "Well, first of all, we, we established that he said he was going to open an amazing Italian submarine. Now he said the restaurant would be very slippery. Well, it well, might be. Yeah, it could. There's a lot of oil involved in Italian food. Yeah, they, they, they spread oil. They, yeah, that's true. There's not you know, that. There could be a bit of balsamic in there." Sounds like the floor's going to be lovely. I'd you see that? Uh, is it MSG that they put in Chinese yes. food? Yeah. You see, the good thing about it, it's got a matte finish. Mm. You can have that on the floor and you still have plenty of grip. But yeah. your olive oil, mm. no. it's an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to say Causeway Bay and he said bronze bed. I like the sound of a bronze bed, though. You know I like a hard surface, Frank. I know. Well, again, he's going to have a bronze bed in his Italian submarine, isn't it? So yeah. He's having it. Oh, um, you're imagining sort of bed knobs and broomsticks, yeah, kind of a a underwater one. world. He's got a bit of money. If he wants an Italian submarine... If he's got a... He has got a bit of money. Like cribs. I with agree. A bronze bed in it. I agree, though, that he's got a, a, a lot of money. So why is he opening a, an Italian restaurant in Hong Kong? What what keeps people going? Food, isn't it? I'll get but, a nice holiday in Hong Kong. you know, I sort of carry on working because I, li- carry on. I really like you know i like doing the i like doing the jokes me uh-huh. <laughs> but he'll, he, will he and ever go don't rule out the impressions <laughs> i mean that, sure. that's what i mean i'm always evolving that's different yeah. a whole new career for you 
You can say that again. I'd rather you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, you you just press the button on the randomizer and out they come. (laughs) You don't have to take any responsibility for them. Certainly not. I feel like they're plucked from the ether. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but where is the joy in opening an Italian restaurant? If he's got the money, he's got mm. other restaurants. Mm. The idea of he's a got restaurant. The, the reason, <laughs> yeah, the reason you want a restaurant is so you can hang around in there in the evenings and say, "All right, Dave." Uh, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave, yeah. Dave is there in Hong Kong. You know, but you sit there, right, Dave. Go over to the table and say, "Everything all right with you?" Mean? Did you see? Um, did you see um, Fleming? This week. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit disappointed in the last episode. You know, that kind of thing. It's like, how often you is think he... that's how he's run his restaurant to the UK? Confusing <laughs> having a, but are you confusing having a restaurant empire with being a regional publican? No. He might have said, I mean, he might have said, you know, have you seen Fleming? That was Pocker. He might have, I know it's a bit different with him, he's a bit of a character. But, um,. But that's what it's about hanging out and feeling, what's the, what's, no. what's the benefit? Just a bit of extra money. I don't know what, how much money people need. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So we were talking about Jamie Oliver, Frank. Yeah. And uh, I don't think... It's uh-huh. not that you're not a fan, but you're not a fan of... Um, I like him. His I just, empire building. I just don't know... What, I don't understand why. What, what pleasure does he get from... You know, oh, uh, pretty good takings, uh, <laughs> Jamie, at the uh, Italian in Hong Kong last night. Oh, Pocker, fantastic. <laughs> I think yeah, he says more than Pocker now. No, I know. But do people think like that? Or does he... anyway. Yeah. anyway, you know, mm. God bless him. I think he's a nice man. Yeah. I um, I was in Korea once, and I'll tell you this story, yeah. and I was trying to order in a Korean restaurant. Mm. Okay. And they... In, it's it's not like a lot of... There's no English, nothing. There's nothing on... There's no letters you can identify. That No one in the restaurant spoke English. I had to mime the whole order. Oh. So, first of all, I just wanted a drink of water. Mm. So it's I started... Uh, <laughs> 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 and um, I started um, miming rain. You know, rain. You know when you hold your hands up, turned? <laughs> so I did that. And the, and the waitress... Oh, I could tell the waitress really wanted to help. But she was just looking at me. So then I um, I did a drawer. She she brought me a um, a napkin and, oh, and yeah. a pen, mm. and I drew. I thought she it was thought a, very, Picasso. a very good tap. I mean, really quite a good one, like a proper cartoon tap <laughs> with with uh, with water coming out the bottom. And she went ah, and went away and came back with an enormous um, like a liter of beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I said no 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 no. And I got, I got the, um, I pretended I was washing then, you know, oh, for water. You? And she went, ah! And she went away and she came back with a wet napkin <laughs> um, so that I could wash my face with it. And I squeezed the water from the napkin <laughs> into the palm of my hand and licked it. And then oh. she came back with a glass realized. of water. Yeah, I was so pleased with myself. And then, uh, and then she uh, 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 patted her stomach to, to my eating, mm-hmm. and I went. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and she just bought me a whole chicken. <laughs> so I had a chicken and water. That was what I had for my meal: a whole chicken and a glass of water. I, honestly, it was That's like being great. a fox. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Absolute 
Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why not text us on 8.12.15? Many of you have, and we love it. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email us direct through the Absolute Radio website. <laughs> Mm. Email us direct, and indeed we should uh, we should sashay on into email corner. We've not been there for a little while. Okay, we? well I'm happy to. I can I can I can arrange that for you. Listen, email corner. A pithy one to start, uh, dear Frank M and Allen. Given that the creeks are rising, do I need to be worried about my future Saturday morning entertainment? Yours with a warm <laughs> embrace, John. That's a very. If you're not familiar with the show, we always end by that. By uh, I think yeah. it's from the Grand Old Opry or something of that nature. Mm. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, but, but it's never occurred to me that, yeah. that the Esther Creeks have been rising quite a lot. They have. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I don't you just love our readers at this spot. I do. Hey, clever. When there's you know most people are out on the street going, Whoa, yo! <laughs> are they? Yo, yo, whoa, yo. Yes, an- yes another one of... Uh, That's what most people do. I'm not in Britain with their time. Yeah, another one of Frank's impressions there this it morning. Is so, isn't oh, it is, Oh, my goodness. Oh, you must have lay in bed and thought, and heard, whoa, yo, whoa, and thought, oh, Where I'm, is your I'm new nev- house? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never getting out of this bed. Are they the same people that say Frankie Legend? What about... Um, well, I don't know who they are. They're just... They're oh. just they're, when they <laughs> sing, rather than trying to sing their very best and sound melodic, they go, whoa, yo, whoa. Um, I saw that Paul Daniels did you see Paul Daniels I saw on Sky News with um, with the lovely Debbie McGee oh they do everything together she and and, uh, she had um, she had a Mac on 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 air oh quite a big Mac um, got a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, I think it, that they was, was it a, belted. They had. Um, I think it was belted. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think that was just to cover the sore marks. <laughs> <laughs> Years of being sore in half. Yeah, it must chafe eventually. It oh, must. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, even if you're really good at it, eventually you're going to get it wrong, and you're going to catch a bit of skin in the teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a sensitive question about Paul Daniels? Go on. Um, what with the hair area? It's he's just open and exposed about it, isn't yes, he? There's yes. no hats in play. No, no. Okay, good. Okay. I mean, I, I imagine there's a, if he's got any hats, he's got livestock in them. <laughs> yeah, that's how he works. Yeah, <laughs> but they showed that's you, where the hair's gone. They showed you photos of his lovely home by the side of the Thames, and, oh, and the water oh, was like three feet up the inside of the house. Uh, Made me think that maybe his magical powers aren't quite <laughs> what he's built them up to be. Yeah, David yeah. Blaine wouldn't have stood for that, would he? Have, he uh, would have just. I totally know. agree with you on this, Frank. It's like Paul McKenna. Well, why can't you give yourself hair? If you yeah, exactly. No, but it's true. If you can do anything, they claim they claim magical powers, <laughs> and, but when tested, mm. bald and mm. single. What's going on? Whereas Dynamo, I reckon he'd have, he'd have dried the whole thing out in seconds. Yeah, yeah. seen Dynamo. He's, yeah, he's good. He? He's good. Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, he's the best. We like Dynamo in the Cockrell household. Yeah, yeah, um, I like him. Um, we're going to continue with the email corner. And he's, um, <laughs> he downplays himself, you know what I yeah. mean? He doesn't wear the top hats. And That's all what that, I like about him. Stuff. He's just like some ordinary... Low-key. One, one can imagine him <laughs> in the street. <laughs> 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 
And then suddenly, there's a, he's took, you know, you go over and say, I hey, keep the noise down. You think, oh, God, he's coming at me. He's took a coin from behind your ear. <laughs> I don't want to downplay his, uh, his, his humility, but he, he has called himself Dynamo. I mean, he's yeah. not, you know, he's not yeah, that, that would, bashful that about his skill, That would point towards a high self-esteem. I imagine that's been, um, that's because he likes uh, Kiev. Oh, mm. right, yeah, 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 he's a big fan. Now, I imagine he's been, uh, it's been forced on him by people saying, whoa, you're like a, like a Dynamo. People, I like see, the sound of those advisors. Well, because they're the sort of people that go, Whoa! No. They, can't, they can't think of any good magical illusion, so they've had to come up with something that you might have on a, on a, on a twelve-speed racer. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're in email corner, I believe. Yes. We are indeed. Uh, uh, I have another one here. Hi, Frank, Emily, and the Cockerel. I am a girl, not yet a woman. Oh, I love that reference. Is this one of your impressions, or have you burst into song? I don't know. No, that was it. That was a Britney a, Spears song. Fida, yeah. mm. I saw the film. Did you? I did. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know there was a film. Yeah, she did a film called "I'm that, a Girl, Not Yet a Woman." I don't know if it's called that. Is it Crossroads? Songs in it. It could be Crossroads. Oh yes, I saw the film too. Okay. We'll talk. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, I'm a girl, not yet a woman in my late... screening? In my <laughs> mid-20s. <laughs> Get so it on DVD did say, or... Netflix. What did you say then? Uh, in my mid-late 20s, and so obviously, Emily Dean is my mentor, paragon, <gasps> guide in all things. Oh, lovely. Well, me too. Oh. <clears throat> mid Mid-late 20s? Carry we're, on. We're moving on, Keep are we? Reading. Okay. I'm determined to use <laughs> the... Uh, let me see. I'm determined to use the phrase filthy creep more often and was delighted when I realised we both share a love of the dishwasher facial. Oh, and yes, I love the dishwasher <laughs> facial. It's the, the quick steaming you give your face. You know when you put your... I pointed out once that when you place your head down in the dishwasher, yeah. just when it's open, you've yes. got to time it correctly, gives you an instant facial. Is that, Steams oh. all the pores. It's great. I do it intentionally. Yeah, you got to watch... You do uh, it. What about it. the big knives? <laughs> don't get in. Can I just say to our readers, no. don't get in too far because the big knives, when they're up, when they're erect, they're dangerous. <laughs> okay. You don't want a knight of the long knives. No. <laughs> don't come round mine then. We share a love of the dishwasher facial and say our mobile number in the same rhythm. X, oh, yeah. XXX. No, no, no. XXXX. XXX. XXX. Yeah, that's what I was going to do, but less tunefully. <laughs> <laughs> Does the team have any further tips on how I can become more like Emily and thus increase the number of night moves oh. I receive? I've, oh, well, I, I've got one. Go on. Is, yeah, I've um, got at least one. Oh, oh. I think um, one thing that you might feel from listening to Emily on the radio is that she's has tremendous grace and poise. But I've walked... Up with her now to we we go for brunch after the show yeah and um i would say on average she falls over three or four times <laughs> i actually um uh, one week i actually ha i was holding her shoulders walking her up the road and she was go i was like an over eager assistant i had had a bottle of vodka to be fair she I did drinks feel heavily during the last link that's yeah. <laughs> no i did feel like i was working at a faith healing session and i was going come on you can walk you can it was like that come on you'll be fine it was like that, and uh, I, I don't know what it is. I, I presume it was the shoes, but they weren't even your mega heels. No, I think it's just sometimes you have an issue with rain with these heels. So mm. it wasn't a good. It wasn't one of my finest moments. <laughs> I like it. I like to think it's the deliberate mistake, Frank, as you always say in the Persian carpet. Oh yeah. Yes, exactly. Everyone needs a little fault. Yeah. 
I would say if you want to be more like Emily, um, just reply sure without looking at people <laughs> yeah. when someone asks you a question. Yeah. Would it's you like a biscuit? Sure. It's turned into some sort of comedy <laughs> roasting. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> comedy roasting. Uh, <laughs> does, does the team have any further, and thus increase the number of knights moves, sadly lacking in them at the moment, oh. to give you an idea of my oh. taste, a potential suitor doesn't have to have fancy skills like the ability to jump onto people's faces, but I'd prefer he didn't eat onions like apples. Oh, yeah. Now, what we've gone here, we've gone in deep, deep radio <laughs> references. Yeah. That's Joe Darby, yeah. the black country man who used to jump on people's faces and off again. His own child. Yeah. And, and baskets of eggs and water. <laughs> and we've gone Peter the Wild. Peter the Wild, do we? And only as if it was an apple. That's brilliant. You know deep what? references. Esther, your, um, your nights are my nights. You can have some of mine. There's plenty to go around. They're mainly from the Birmingham area, but you can't have everything. It's very, it's difficult <laughs> to have. We know when people have types. You yes. know, people say, "Oh, they're not my type." I mean, it's a weird. Yeah. I mean, I I would have always said my type was a sort of very heavily waxed Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've ended up with a sort of Jane Ross, Russell sort of pneumatic brunette. So it's difficult to have a have a checklist. I think you just you know it mm. happens. Dean and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Earlier, we were um, discussing you driving with your fuel light on for a considerable time. Mm. Um, we've had a text in from Helen. Uh, Deaf, too stressful. Uh, I can't even drive with the window wipers on extra fast because I breathe the same rate as they are going. <laughs> <laughs> Very that good. is because you're going to hyperventilate oh, and slump yeah, at the wheel. That. Yeah, Maybe that. that. Yeah. If only my, George Michael had had that excuse <laughs> in his in his quiver, <laughs> that could have got him out of a lot of trouble. Well, he can keep it up his little sleeves now. Mm. Um, oh no, he's he's clean now though, isn't he? He doesn't indulge in. I don't, I don't know. Well, I believe so. It was oh, when nice. he woke up with a West Country accent, he had an epiphany. Oh, oh right. yeah. Don't you remember? That that's right. He decided yeah, enough is enough. Yeah. Um, in an appropriately camp fashion. <laughs> Simon Monday has tweeted us. He says, I am the master of the twisting ankle curb wobble. Rarely do I manage a stumble-free stroll. I'm Emily. Hashtag Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I wonder if uh, Simon fa- favours a kitten heel. Maybe. Yeah. I, 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 I'm a fine... I, if I go over... I went over on my ankle about three weeks ago. Properly went over on my ankle. Like what I'd did you have on? Had... A David Pleat slip-on? I just had a, a David played slip on. And um, I went over and I thought, I really felt that I was on the very verge of breaking my ankle oh, and just crossing Frank. the road. Imagine Oof. that. Oof. Oh, and I. What I, was the shoe? I, I suspected it more of a brogue. Um, I, you know what? It was just, it was, it was just, okay. it was a slight brogue, but it was a slip on brogue. Okay. If you really want to know. I do. Clocks. Okay. Nice. Um, there's another text that I'd like to read. I try not to read out the... Occasionally we get me clacks. Sorry. Occasionally we get um, text messages that are abusive. This isn't in that category, but it Do is... Do we uh, get those? Well, I don't... Every I now should and again. tell you all, I don't look at the text in case we get any abusive and I become... Every now and again. Downcast. <laughs> but I you don't, pick up on it. I don't feel wounded by this. I just want you to know. No. But uh, we've had a text from Scouse Ian saying, "Is it me, Frank, or does that bloke on the radio with you sound like Dennis Norden, or has he always got a Murray mint in his mouth?" <laughs> oh. um, do I sound like I've got a Murray mint in my mouth? No. 
No, but you do sound like Dennis Norton. <laughs> do I? Yeah. <laughs> and he's from Liverpool. He's, so he says. Well, he's South Ian. Well, they should, I mean, they should stick together, the Northerners. It's <laughs> basically making a point. I like you distancing yourself from the regionals. Well, you know, I mean, I'm very much in no man's land in the middle oh. of the country. Oh, so, so the north-south divide, we're, we're, we, are the the very, we are the very cement of, of, if there was an Adrian's <sighs> Wall. Yeah, Do but, you know uh, what? Sometimes I, I thank my parents for the, the London ticket. Yeah, you've really won the postcode lottery, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> I love Alan's accent. I think it's... Uh, oh, thanks. Smash. I love your accent. <laughs> <laughs> What's that poem about, of it. about the ambitious English lecturer who's ashamed of his wife? He's ashamed of his wife, and then it says something like, her, um, her bargain casseroles... Oh. Her love of sad films, her regional vowels. Oh. <laughs> is that today's texting? I what like it. Yes, yeah, what is that poem? <laughs> if you can identify Sounds that. Sounds like I wrote it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I did say I don't read out the abusive text, but we've had one that's. Oh, um, no, don't start reading out abusive text. <laughs> It's, it gives and it taketh away. Frank, you are indeed a funny man, but your taste in music is appalling. I don't think I agree with that. No. Make well, of that what you will. people listening to this on absolute 80s and absolute oh, yeah, 90s of course, and all yeah. that, and they'll think, actually, that's right. It is terrible. I listen, <laughs> I listen to absolute 80s sometimes. I love yeah. it. Yeah, my God, my um, girlfriend. She loves absolute 80s. Mm. Oh, so do I. Oh, we'll get together. Um, Greg Rogers... Does he? Has tweeted... <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why she texts us to tell us that. <laughs> um, sorry, carry on. <laughs> Continue, Emily. Greg Rogers... Yeah. I'll say it again. Um, has tweeted us with a photograph of his petrol tank and it's right on the gauge. Oh, wow. Oh. And he says, nearly on the light... Good times. <laughs> <laughs> I love life that, in, Greg. Life in the on the uh, should be life on the hard shoulder. <laughs> I love Greg. Yes, I do. I'm saying that. I love Greg because it's the name I give to the um, stuffed animal head on my wall. <laughs> it is Greg. Yeah. What? What's the? Where is that then? Is that in your wall? study? I don't know what it is. Can you believe I've got a head on my wall? I don't know. Uh, I don't is that know in your study? It's uh, it's yes. It's currently in the in what I now call the library. Which oh, is, is that that room with three books in it? Yes. Oh, um, and a load of boxes. No, it's, it's got lots of books, but mainly the library. Boxes. <laughs> Me and Kath always live always live as if we've moved in the day before. Where no matter how long we live in a house, I rather really? like it. Makes me feel relaxed, and I like it. But um, yeah, so I've got a, a friend of mine was emigrating to America, and she couldn't. Uh, she has a collection of stuffed animals, but you can't take uh, stuffed animals to no. America unless you've got the paperwork. Yeah, oh, yeah. you've got to prove where they were killed and how. Yeah, yeah, this is the basis of so many episodes of Nothing to Declare. Is it? <laughs> okay. Some. some. Uh, anyway, I um, so I took. Um, she gave them all to her friends, and I had I had the biggest flat, so I got the biggest head. Oh. But I don't oh, know what kind of cr- It's got yeah. big horns. But um, I call it Greg. That's just... It's named after the false name I, I had when I opened a uh, account for... Uh, a baker's. I won't go into why I opened the account. Okay. Years ago. Okay. Can you open accounts with false names? You could in the uh, in the <laughs> 80s. Oh, really? <laughs> this is a dark story. <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm starting to wish I hadn't gone into it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. There might still be money in it. Is it a dormant account, this fake one? 
Inland Revenue. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a woodpecker. Frighten me to death. No, I thought there was a woodpecker loose in here. Can you imagine that? It'd need to be 15 times in a second that you hit it like that. Remember we got mm. the text oh, last yeah. week. Or the week before, we whatever go. it was. Hey, well, we haven't talked about the cheerleader this morning. No. Oh, well, don't, don't bring that up on there. <laughs> <laughs> that was Greg's business. It wasn't yeah. <laughs> not that cheerleader oh the one who's suing her parents did you read about oh, her oh yes yeah she's this is from the uh, you couldn't make it up section of the no. newspaper isn't it she's 15 years old she's is um, that all she is 15? yeah i believe so yeah. she says her parents um abandoned her they, they clamped down <laughs> on her not the first time <laughs> someone who works in radio has said that so <laughs> she is 15 <laughs> oh god <laughs> um sorry <laughs> I'm sorry. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Joe Johnson says, as a scouser myself, I feel I can't comment on anyone's accent since a French man once asked me if I was speaking Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had I, just said that he was going to open an Italian submarine. That was his <laughs> thing. Mm. So this cheerleader, I'm sorry to bring it up again. <laughs> Frank, mm-hmm. the cheerleader. Yeah. She's suing her parents, isn't she? Yes. We did establish that. Yeah. Um, because they're a bit strict, I think. Is that the yeah, idea? Yeah. yeah. And so she's moved in with this other family, who I, frankly, love the sound of. Really? The Inglesinos. I hate them. He's an attorney. That's where you and I differ. See but ya. An attorney. <laughs> and um, they're Is that... she going out with the son of the other family? Is that she really going right? out with him? No. She had another boyfriend that she split up with. And that's the other reason she's suing her parents, because they said she couldn't go out with him. Okay. Well, that sounds like a suable offence. They haven't haven't got a leg to stand on, the parents. I think these are What they're being is um, parents. Yeah, exactly. That's Mm. an outdated idea for everyone. I have a certain, um, you know, maybe, because her dad was a police chief, maybe he's a bit strict. Mm, Squares. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're such squares. She said they forced her to play basketball. Yeah. Um, they obviously got they got the whole basketball netball thing mixed <laughs> up, and they made her play basketball. And she says, "Like we're supposed to play netball, the girls." And the dad realised it made a mistake, but wasn't prepared to back down, and uh, they made her play basketball all the time. You think that's what's happened? Oh, it's been, it's been playing like men who's like, like seven foot four, knocking her about and stuff. Awful. Spiralled out of control, and now there's a lawsuit about it. And, they- she, and she said they gave a, they gave uh, b- bulimia as well. Oh. Well, she said they make her sick. <laughs> I don't know. It's the same. <laughs> she said. Well, they also apparently gave her wine coolers in the back of the limo. Mm-hmm. That sounds like Mida of Heaven. Wine. Co- I know that's the other family. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The Inglesinos. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, the, the parents oh, the gave parents. her a made a split with a boyfriend, and made mm-hmm. her play basketball. They yeah. went. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm with her all the way. I'm not. Are you not? She stood outside the house, stood outside with pom poms, going, "I hate mum and dad, mum and dad, mum and dad. Give me an H, give me an A." And, and, and then it was like that. You know, drunk. What? She's drunk. You know, the thing that upsets me about this story the most is that the other parents are bankrolling this lawsuit. I um, love those parents. See, I, I just want it known to any of um, my son or daughter's friends' yeah. parents that if there's a point where I discipline my children and they then bankroll a lawsuit for me, for them against me, I'm going to resort to physical violence. I'm coming whoa, around. Whoa, I'm coming hey, around. I'm going for you. 
Dad. Uh, can I say we on absolute radio do not approve physical violence? Oh, surely yeah. in this instance that's totally not even in this instance. No, come <laughs> on. See if this will lie. What if another uh, no, parent bankrolls your child no, having a lawsuit? You've got to be allowed. Basham, we still don't approve. No, no we, we really don't. I do. I'm saying it. Maybe I'm a shock jock. He does, now. but he's not voicing. These are personal views, not and not the views of absolute radio. Honestly. Come on. I like Frank's incredibly reasonable tone <laughs> when he represents absolute radio. Oh, I'm a, I'm a company man at heart. <laughs> and can I say for any um, friends of um, Alan's um, son and daughter listening, if you fall out with your parents, the chance of being bankrolled <laughs> by Alan Cochran are absolutely zero. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Oh, I want to talk about the other suing story because it wasn't just the cheerleader. Did you read about the man who sued the casino because he said he was drunk? Yeah. I had a lot of sympathy with that argument. <laughs> no. Oh. no, I did really. Mark Johnston. No, he lost no, half a million no. dollars yes. in a Las Vegas casino. Who hasn't? <laughs> well, I haven't. No, that's the texting. And he said <laughs> they served him twenty drinks and he drunk ten beforehand as well. And oh, he's got a thirst on him. <laughs> you say that, that was a Sunday night for you back in the day. Uh, and um, oh, yesterday <laughs> when we were young. Come on, everybody. But he said... <laughs> so many, many songs. <laughs> he said that it was irresponsible of them to let him play the tables. I think, that, I think if a really drunk man comes in and says, I want some uh, chips... I mean, don't... I've had many a drunken man walk in and say, I want some chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, in a casino... <laughs> I think that that is a bit irresponsible because he doesn't really know what he's doing. So what about that? OK, I'll tell you why I disagree with you. What about when I drunkenly download Thong Song oh, on what? iTunes, <laughs> which I did do? So can I go to iTunes and say, give me that 79p back? I didn't want to buy Thong Song. I'll tell you I was what? drunk. I'll give you the money back. <laughs> what about that? I'm just so relieved. Give me the money myself. You, when you said, I remember that time I got drunk and <laughs> I'm so relieved if you yeah. download on YouTube, I'll give you the 79 pence. <laughs> And if, okay. it, and if it's there, I'll give you the money myself. Are people going to sue the phone company for when they send drunk texts to exactly. ex-boy and girlfriends? It's ridiculous. What Take about when responsibility. I bought, and what about when I bought that What's packet that of pickled onion Monster Munch? <laughs> I want that 49p back. Yeah, they probably owe me for Just kebabs. invoice me. For <laughs> <laughs> Alex Turner. He said uh, he'd had ten drinks before and then he had another twenty in the casino. And yeah. he said, uh, the, about the ones that he had before, he said, I've got to take responsibility for that. And then, exact quote, but the unfortunate part about it for them is that they have a more bigger responsibility than I do. No, no, they don't. No one's got a bigger responsibility for you than you. Grow up. Well, Grow up, yeah, But we have to look after society's drunks. <laughs> if you, as he said, if you saw a drunk being having his wallet picked in the street because mm. he was drunk, you'd, you'd step in, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I don't think that's quite the same. If the if the, if the robber gave you loads of drinks first and you said, "Yeah, I'd like to come to your house and leave my wallet there," then that's. But then I can't. This isn't a business street. model that the casinos are doing, is I'm, it? They're not getting people drunk. Otherwise, it'd be happening every week. Look, the truth is, Tell every it. time I pass, I it this week. Every time I pass a casino in the street, yeah. I laugh. <laughs> there you There's are. something about the idea of a ca- even the word a casino. <laughs> oh, I'm going to the. Uh, I'm just going to the casino. <laughs> oh, are you? 
Because <laughs> you think of James Bond and you go past one, there's like fat blokes in leather bomber jackets going in, you know. And you think, oh, they're going to the casino. Have you ever walked oh. past an arcade or a casino and said, and looked in and seen someone and thought, I wish they were my friend? <laughs> no. The answer's no. I've looked in and thought, I wish I'd got my backpack flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't really feel that. I'm happy with them, uh, you know. I just sit there, they make me laugh. People thinking, oh, I'm in a casino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad they exist. They bring happiness into people's lives. Yeah, and it keeps and you keeps sadness. <laughs> if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again uh, this time next week. Now, get out. Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.